Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective. Man, we're going to be talking about sharing your truth and your ambitions. It's not like me sharing my truth through my personal development podcast four years ago where I would implicate a lot of the teachers I had worked for in my podcast as being this or as doing this or just through things that I see on a personal, you know, on a, on an everyday basis. It's not about sharing that type of truth. You know, I remember when I was uh, friends with Isabel, who I had brought onto the podcast a long time ago, she said, she said, there's a difference between sharing your truth and being an asshole. Now, I'm not exactly sure what she was trying to get from that. I don't know who she was dealing with at the time, all those different things. I don't speak to her anymore. But again, what we're going to be talking about today is that main motivation and the main motivation of what humankind is, and that's to be free, to be able to express yourselves, man, pursue our own dreams without restriction, you know, and to express yourself. I'm going to emphasize that. Because I just had a wonderful dinner last night with a friend, and she told me that she had introduced her boyfriend at the time with some of her friends, and some of her friends, they, you know, they're transgender. And the African-American from, I'm thinking, I think, New York, he couldn't accept that. And I'm like, Jesus, you live in Thailand. This is probably one of the most open countries in the world in terms of gender and sexuality. And you're telling me that you can't accept that? It's something that obviously this, this goes back to his parents. This goes back to American culture, how they're very, very homophobic out there and everything. But you should be able to express yourself in any way, shape, or form. So this is why when it comes to religion, I don't speak about it. Because again, I believe that freedom should be freedom. And you guys could take that however you want to take that. But again... There are a lot of things that I've seen, especially being out there in Malaysia, where the men are sitting down and their wives are, you know, they can't show a damn thing. And I'm just like, okay, you know, but at the same time, the man could have a, how many wives? And this is why I stand for something called freedom of expression. You know, I don't care anything about religions whatsoever, but people should be free. They should be able to pursue their dreams without restriction. We look at the role of women out there in Saudi Arabia. They're not able to do that either. Talked about it on my ESL podcast, how the, ra- the, the roles are beginning to change. And, you know, if uh, an employer looks at the, the, the resume of a woman and they say, oh, well, you didn't do anything for this amount of months. Sorry, we can't hire you. Well, I mean, that, that's ridiculous, right? Is that fair? Of course not. So we need to be able to experience what may be called personal freedom. So what you're going to do, you're going to follow this impulse by consistently sharing your true thoughts, your feelings, your needs, your dreams with other people. I do this. And guess what? Every last one of them, they encourage me. But guess what? Seven years ago, I had a bunch of dog-faced motherfucking friends out there. Hey, even my family. Bunch of dog-faced. They weren't for my dreams. I remember when I finally got the job uh, out there in Thailand, and it was in March after I had done a workout. I got the message from the uh, the potential, the, the one of the most evil people I've ever met in my life. Uh, but I ran into my brother Zuma. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna be going to uh, what is it, Thailand, in two months?" 
and he just had his hands on his controller just looking at the TV screen. He's like, okay, just make sure you don't give up. And I'm like, what? Give up? He's like, yeah, you gave up on Australia. I said, no, my visa ended in Australia. It has nothing to do with giving up. I didn't give up on Australia. The visa ended. The visa ended. And so when you share your million-dollar ideas with penny thinkers or just non-thinkers in general, you're going to get reactions like that. And then it's going to make you question yourself saying, oh, I wonder if I'm doing the right thing. No, that's not what the case should be. So make sure you share. Now, again, I share this through my podcast. I share this through my IGTVs. I share all the beautiful things with people who are high-level thinkers, such as Deepa, such as, you know, uh, uh, up-and-coming very close friend by the name of Mark. Big shout-out to you, Mark. So glad that I met up with you that Tuesday night, and now we're just, you know, we're reconvening, and, you know, we're starting, obviously, we start off where we left off, and well, we picked up where we left off, and now, you know, there's just so many great stories and so many great things in terms of developing the mind and all that. You see what I mean? I share it with people like him. I would never call my mom and say, hey, mom, guess what I got going on? I'm going to create this business online. Yeah, right. So you got performance prompts today. That number one is something I really want to do that I haven't shared with enough people is, but let's break this down. It's not that you need to share it with everyone out there. It's not that you're going to get a whole bunch of positive feedback, but you have to understand when you know that it's in your soul, in your passion, in your self-worth, in, every, in your purpose to go after what it is you want, you do it. Regardless if they say, yes, do that, no, this, that. A lot of people have been asking me, why Costa Rica? Well, it's one of the best economies in the world. It's very easy to get a visa, very easy to open a bank account, very easy to get a home. Uh, there aren't going to be people knocking on my door, immigration, asking me for passport and this and that. Yeah. Panama, another good place. Surge in economy. However, a lot of people are saying that it's not so much of a surge in economy. So, you know, it's not that I question myself. It's the fact that, okay, what is the best position for me to do this online business? Where can I be? So I shared it on Facebook, all positive. Shared it on my podcast, all positive. Shared it on my IG, all positive. Now, if someone said, ew, why Costa Rica? That person would be blocked immediately because those are the trash baggers from 10 years ago. So I'm not telling you to share it with the entire world. You need to share it with the correct number of people. So we're going to rephrase this performance prompt. Something you really want to do that you haven't shared with the quality people, the people who you can trust is your number two. If you were going to be more you in your everyday life, what would you start to do? I'm talking about living your truth. Thailand made me realize, well, if they put me in a box and tell me to fuck off, well, that means I can have whatever image I want. You know, I'm so excited because, you know, the one of the big companies had come back, as a matter of fact. And you guys are going to hear this on my Wheel of Life coming up on Monday. Uh, you know, the company I did last year in terms of doing these big old things with the banks and whatnot, um, they've come back. And that lady has come back. And I am so excited because I'm like, yes, man. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to be able to get back and get, you know, do these workshops like I used to do all last year. Now. When that happened, 
again, looking at everything that I've gone through. And when I go out and do this big old, you know, this, this wonderful, um, you know, doing this workshop again, I could wear a suit. I could get on the train and I'm going to get the same looks from the same individuals. Thai women, regardless, they will always look at you in a particular way that you're not good enough. But am I a direct, am I a reflection of what they are? Or is that a reflection of how I feel inside? Nope. Things exist outside of me that I do not give a damn about. So when I realized that probably back in 2015, 2016, especially 2017, I invested in heavy suits in 2015 after my birthday. I invested in an entire new wardrobe, spending up to ooh, maybe about 2,000 to 3,000 US dollars, 15 trousers and uh, like five suits, all that craziness. I invested heavy. And guess what? The person underneath never changed. So when I realized that and I said, oh, regardless of what I wear, they're going to just put me in a box no matter what. So how about I just do whatever the fuck I want to do? Bingo. Dress however you want to dress. Look however you want to look. Now, when I go on to go into these workshops and whatnot, that's fantastic. But I realized that Arsenio is going to be Arsenio no matter what. This was a critical component of me overcoming my own opinion of myself. How could I be more me? Well, guess what? Only me exist. When I go running down the street and when I'm rapping and I'm weaving and all that through the traffic and stuff like that, I'm not like all the other typicals out there. Fuck all, fuck all y'all. I'm running through cars. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. People look at me. I, I don't care about people. There are no people through the eyes of me when I'm running. It's Arsenio versus Arsenio. I'm me every single day. But what can you do to become more you? So when you put yourself out there, number three, and someone makes fun of you, what are you going to do? Guys, this has happened on so many occasions. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, I could give you stories on top of stories. I remember like on YouTube probably sometime last year, then I just turned off the YouTube comments because I'm like, guys, I'm not going to comment on these fucking trash bag and pieces of shit. There was some random ass fool. And this is why YouTube is trash because there's so many random people and you can't even track them down and they don't even have a profile. So you're not going to get anything from me. So when you look at these people and I remember some guy named Alejandro, I have no idea he commented on one of my videos from like a year ago. And he's like, oh, so sad. You only get this many views. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, okay, let me just turn off all the comments. Because you know what? There is no quality coming out of YouTube anyways. Other than a super fan that had come forth probably about two years ago. YouTube comments. You guys, I could give a fuck about your comments. Your comments mean nothing to me. My comment is everything to me. Thank you very much. So I disabled all the comments. I disabled all the likes because I really don't give a fuck. If they actually like my work, they'll follow me from YouTube onto another, uh, you know, another platform. If not, okay. Thank you very much or goodbye. Subscribers go up, subscribers go down. Don't really give a fuck. When people end up ridiculing you, what are you going to do? Now, again, I had a friend just speaking to her last night. She says she was on this dating website. She ended up talking to a guy, and the guy realized that he ha she had a daughter, a beautiful daughter, with a Nigerian. He said, ew, no, no thanks. I'm not interested. Goodbye. Now, this could have been a lot of things, right? We could just look at it. Obviously, yes, racism, all that stuff, yeah. But again, when you're looking in a pond full of diseased-ass fish, you're going to find what? Diseased-ass fish. 
there's no quality on a lot of these websites. It's the same garbage over and over and over. Do you know, understand that that was the same website where there was a girl on there working for Thai Airways saying that she was going to have dangerous people kick my face in? That was the same comment back in 2015 where a girl said, you black man, low class pimp. So again, understand that you're going to have trash like that come into your life. They're going to say things to just show their insecurities. Now, obviously, we know that a lot of Chinese men, they do go crazy and they run rampant on these sites out there. And they, they literally say the N-word everywhere. It's like a free-flowing cesspool. It's like America back in 2000. It, was, uh, it is ugly. Why? Because they know. And then what they say is, oh, the black men, they come here and they take our women. Well, because, you know, I mean, looking at it from a you-know-what perspective, black men are far more... Uh, the Chinese men. So then they end up developing this hate for the entire black population in the world because they are more prolific in the bed than they are. Or they're more bigger, they have more muscles, or they're more this, they're more charismatic. You guys are boring. They see you their entire life. The same people look the goddamn same out there in China. So if they see something different, of course they're gonna be interested. But again, looking back at it, again, when you're made fun of, what are you going to do? Um, oh, my God. I think back on yeah, YouTube back then, they were like, oh, your, your video or that. Oh, my God. I completely forgot all the comments, to be honest with you. But um, I literally, like, with my YouTube, it's now English learning. And I block all comments and block all likes because I don't give a fuck about any of their likes and any comments. Right? YouTube is just a platform to get people off who actually adore me and get them onto other platforms. That is it. I could give a damn about YouTube. So in saying that, people, you got to understand, Gary Vee talked about this. He talked about Punkman96. He was standing in front of a dumpster going on this rant about three years ago. And he's like, some of you guys are getting bent out of shape for some motherfucking troll on there by the name of Punkman, you know, Punkmaster96 saying you suck. How about you fucking suck? And he went on this huge rant. It's so funny because... Gary Vee at the time had $150 million. I wouldn't even address the motherfucker by the name of Punk Master, Punk Faster, Punk Fuster, Puck Fuckster, whatever that may be, 96. This guy's just a fucking, what, the two, literally two followers and no, I, no, you're blocked. You're blocked. And I'm very quick with that. Again, on Instagram, I don't get anyone saying anything to me because I would jump all over them real quickly. You could just stay the fuck off my page. It's very easy. And I'm very straightforward too. This is probably why I don't get that many Americans to follow me in general. Because they know that they can't say shit. They can't. I mean, I'm just too good at what I speak about, how I back things up, my details and everything. They know that if they say one thing, oh my God, it could be hell on earth. So what are you going to do when someone makes fun of you? And again, that last one, a major dream you're going to start telling people about and asking for help with is find someone that's above you, number one. See, when I moved to Australia, I had already known, okay, if I'm going to move to Australia, I already know people who immigrated there from Mauritius. My girlfriend at the time, ended until uh, 2010, she went to Australia, you know, and she was living there and she was working. So that was fantastic. But if we look at other things in regards to, 
you know, uh, people who have moved away, of course, I'm not going to ask my mom about, hey, mom, you know, I'm thinking about moving here. What can I do? Of course not. She's never even, she only went to Chicago and she was crying on the, uh, the entire flight. She doesn't know about going anywhere. No one in that family, that so-called family they call or what they call in the English dictionary, none of them have traveled before. No, none of them have passports. None of them want to do better in life. None of them. They want to be where they are. And because they're happy with being where they are, there it is. So you need to ask people who have already been there. You need to seek mentorship, right? And also, you got to start telling people like, hey, I want to do this. How did you get started? And and understand that a lot of people aren't going to respond, especially on Instagram. You know, I post things in regards to coaching and stuff. I get these quick follows. I try reaching out to a lot of these Caucasian women from whatever countries they're from. And within 48 hours, they hurry up and unfriend me. So I hurry up and remove them as a follower once they follow me. And they don't even realize that they unfollow me because I had already removed them as a follower. Ridiculous, right? So again, if I look at it, okay, I look at different websites out there that mimic mine or mine could absolutely be better. But am I willing to invest in someone to fix it up? Well, I wanted to have this one guy fix it up. And the next, you know, he just disappears for weeks at a time. And then I said, okay, goodbye. I blocked him last December. Get the hell out of my face. Sorry, as graphic designer, you know. Um, but again, Liz, IELTS. She's been in the IELTS game for a long time. Uh, a very rude and snobby Brit, you know, to say the very, very least. Uh, but you know, she has her own little brand and a lot of people communicate with her, although she gives very dry responses and however much money she does make, uh, she's created that brand. But would I be able to reach out to her and say, Hey, you know, I'm interested in doing this, doing that. How'd you get started? I highly doubt that she would respond, but she's my competitor. How can I be better than her? Well, guess what? My customer service and how I break things down and my personality in general, tick, tick, tick. I'm going to attract the people who like my voice. That's all there is to it. That's why Central South America and Spain, they're attracted to me. But Asia, they are not attracted to me. That's all there is to it. That's the name of the game. I have to be very cordial and professional to be attracted to the Asians. That's how it is. No, I'm not talking about Asian Americans. I'm not talking about Asian Australians. I'm not talking about the Asian British. I'm not talking about Asian Canadians. I'm talking about the continent of Asia, people from the continent of Asia. I do not speak to them. I can't speak to their soul. You have to be a little bit more boring and more cordial, more professional to speak to their core. The people who I attract, that's my tribe. So when I and looking at what I've done and, you know, building courses, I always go to the Pat Flynn's podcast because there's always someone on there talking about sales, talking about how they did this or talked about how they did that. There have been some amazing podcasts that he has unveiled in regards to interviewing other people. And it has helped me a lot. So. Again, those are your four prompts. Make sure you go to my website, thearseniobuckshow.com. If you guys have any questions, let me know. And again, support me on Patreon. I'm your host as always. You guys better stay tuned for more. Over and out.